children of all ages gather around the fire. I'm going to tell you a story about the line cook who overcooked 160 cut of Wagyu beef <laughs> on this episode of Grill Hot Log Steak, Mr. 12 minutes. 12 minutes. That's respectable, sir. Yeah. I am your host, <laughs> Roberta Stills. Roberta. <laughs> and across from me is the Afro-Latino punk uh, chef himself. What do you What do you want to call me today, Robbie? <laughs> I don't know. Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami. Uh, we are recording to you from Seattle, Washington, on South Lake Union, in the Studio 212. We are a part of the Soundcasting Network, and we are without Super Producer Keith. Yeah, Queef had to work today. Queef Boogie, a.k.a. You better uh, be making that pasta. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> but he's not here to bother us today. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you can tell us we're going too slow. Yeah, too slow, too <laughs> fast. You know, we could talk whatever about, you know, anything. We could talk about Keith. We could. We could talk about <laughs> Keith. I've never worked with the man before, besides here. Yeah. I wonder uh, how good he is on the line. He probably loses his mind. I could find out. <laughs> I know I was driving with the motherfucker yesterday, and he was about to wild. kill somebody. Yeah, I was like, yo, you're going to have a heart attack. And he's like, you know... <sighs> The car is one of the only safest places you can really express yourself in anger, and it's okay, acceptable nowadays. And I was just like, "My man, all right, this is episode. Uh, this is episode uh, 45? 45, Yeah, damn, four five. We're going, we're going. Four five. Make your brain spray. What are we gonna do for our fiftieth episode? Like something major? Cocaine? <laughs> no, 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 I don't do. I don't do that stuff. No sir, I'd cook with it. <laughs> I think that's acceptable. Yeah. Cook with cocaine? Uh, water whipping? <laughs> <laughs> Whip it. Trapping out the house with the boys Bando. on the windows. Bando. You would know. Oh, yeah. I'm glad Keith is in here because he'd look at me like, we're about to start this over. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So um, it is uh, Halloween is coming up this weekend. Are we doing updates? Yeah, we're going to do updates. Okay. I'm just getting there. Um, yeah, sorry for the late uh, release last week. Um, our numbers are looking down this week, Johnny says. I haven't yeah. checked the numbers. but At least on SoundCloud. There was a DDoS attack. Uh, is that like a hacker attack or something? So basically what they do is they... Uh, they flood your website or whatever. So, you know, RSS feed, uh, they flooded it with traffic and it jams up the servers and shuts down your site. Oh. But they did it to like Twitter and all that stuff. So, but I was like, yo, where's the episode at? And mm. he, we didn't get it up till Saturday because it was like a 24 hour attack almost Damn. in Seattle at least. So we couldn't upload shit. Yeah, that was a bummer. So, um, updates. Wow, uh, they're going to be quick this week. So yeah, pretty quick. Nothing yeah. major. Me first, you first. I'll go first. All right. Um, week was pretty good, I guess. Uh, trying to figure out how we're going to um, do this new move because we're moving soon in a couple months. And then um, trying to figure out how we're working with our chef and making sure we're doing everything that he wants us to do. He's been very particular. So um, th- that's been a fun experience. And I've been sick all week. So I was like trying to do that. And look sick. Yeah. And it was just tough. Cause I was like, I'm really tired and I'm trying to give you my all right now, but I can't. I've never <laughs> moved. A re- I've never moved a restaurant before. It's uh, I haven't done it either. And we haven't really started anything yet, but starting next month, my chef is like not going to be in the kitchen at all. Um, cause he's going to be at the new place. And then I think we're sh- shutting down all of January to make sure that we, cause it's like, how are we going to do service at one place while trying to open up another place and like train people we we only have three cooks so yeah. 
we really can't do it that way. Um, so like, yeah, that happened. And then the other, on Sunday we had a good night, uh, super busy. These people came in at the end of the night. Um, we kind of were like, uh, these guys are a little frustrating. Like she was talking to my boy Rick and she's like, how old are you? 22. And you know, he's 27 years oh, old. Oh, shout out Rick, man. Yeah. I want to thank him again for being on the show. Yeah. He loved it. That he was fun. Time. Yeah. He had a, he wants to sit in. So we'll, we'll talk about that more. But yeah, so these people were just being kind of obnoxious and we're like, whatever, like we won't be rude to you cause that's not what we do, but we're not going to engage that much. Um, at the end of the, at the meal, this guy's like, you like good music? And I was like, sure. Oh yeah. yeah I was right? like, sure. I like good music. And I was like, what type of music are we talking about? And he's like, no, do you like good music? And I was like, yeah, I like good music. What type of music are we talking about? <laughs> he's like, well, there's a show playing at Wamu Center. You want to come to the show tomorrow night? And I was like, yeah, I ain't doing anything. Who's playing? And he's like, chance to rapper. And I was like, oh, you mean good music. And I was like, you have me confused, bro. Like, Is he on good music record label? I, I don't know if he's on it, but like him and Kanye are pretty tight. So, yeah. um, he looks weird to me. Chance? Or, yeah, he does look a little weird. He looks like somebody I know. Like his head. <laughs> yeah. Like a regular ass, like square, square I dude. Like, I've seen you around the way. He looks bro. like the type of dude, but like, do you want to go over to my house to play the dude Call of Duty? <laughs> no, totally. I, so I got, uh, I got two free tickets. I, I thought you got four, dog. No, well, we had four total. Oh. Because my boy got two free tickets. Where's my invite, dog? I invited you last night. I know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> um, but yeah, so like we got tickets and we, so we were like, we're on chance the rapper's guest list. And uh, we were like, this isn't going to work. Like this dude's like blowing smoke up our ass. Go there. We get free tickets. You yeah. Know? So, so what's up, man? Yeah, so we got Sometimes you cook good food, man. Yeah. So he was a homie. Shout out to him. I don't know his name. I think he's like Mike something. Big but uh, he was like a roadie or something like that. Whatever. He dog. just says he tours with them. So yeah, that was cool. So we went to the chance the rapper show last night and it was lit. A um, bunch of fucking teenagers. That's there, why we're right? recording on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Usually we record on Monday. Yeah, you know, I, I wanted to have a little bit of fun. Um, so we did that. I'll and let you have that night off, Coho. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it for me. Like, did you eat that, anywhere? Uh, you know, actually, no, I told you about Garen. And then I had Black Bottle last night, which was which was used to work food. there at Black Bottle. Yeah, I used to work there back in the day. Belltown represent. Right. I mean, food was still hitting. They're always um, good. Drinks were fly as fuck, you know, always phenomenal. And uh, my boy, um, Pat O'Neill was there as our server, hooked it up, gave us a little discount. Pat. You know Pat? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Damn. what's up. That's my boy. He's doing real estate right now, so. Whatever, you know, yeah. got to keep that side job. Okay, you got to keep something, got to keep the money rolling. Man, a restaurant, man, servers, man, that's quick, fast money. Yeah, for sure. You know, and I'll be, it's hard, you know, it's stressful, but, you know. They changed all the hours there, too, so. Um, okay, update for me. Mm, I don't know, man. Right now at my restaurant, uh, we are struggling with the heroin epidemic uh, of homeless people and oh. flux in our neighborhood of Capitol Hill. I thought you meant your workers. Um, no, the entire city of Seattle is being flooded with uh, homeless people, and we think it is uh, being created by um, a area of Seattle known as the jungle that is underneath the- mm, That's being uh, vacated. It's being vacated and they're putting up security and kicking everybody out. So they've chased all the drug dealers away and now a homeless people are have nowhere to go. They don't know where to get their drugs at. And so it has become crazy, especially on the block where really? I work at, which is the Pike Pine Corridor, but we are just uh, west of the Pike Pine Corridor, and our block is... I don't think I've talked about them on the show here before. I didn't even realize that it was so like that. I don't want to go into detail what, what's going on, what's happening. Uh, it's just not good. Is it, is it causing business to go down a little bit? I mean, I don't want to say. It's the slow season. Oh, yeah. You know, sure. the, between the holidays, you know, is, is, is the slow season. Uh, we have our little rushes here and there. <laughs> 
uh, that's fine. But it's just not a condition anybody wants to work in no, and yeah. be around that. You know, I don't. I live in the neighborhood. I don't want to walk past it. Yeah, I, I attend you know some venues around there, and I have to walk. I walk by my restaurant even when I'm not at work. Yeah, because I live in that neighborhood. I hang out in that neighborhood sometimes, <laughs> and I walk by and I just look and go like, "What the actual fuck?" Yeah, like, like it's different. who wants to go? In there, you don't even want to walk down the block. Yeah, to and then go there and eat. So we're dealing with that shit right now. We had kind of a bad day today. We about had to, uh, yeah, we about had to crack some heads. But Damn. I was the cool one. I was like, everybody chill, whatever. That's but crazy. Some, somebody that works for like the property management got like attacked this morning. Uh, it's crazy, man. Uh, so they're having, they're gonna try to have a meeting with all the businesses. And there's a lot of businesses on that block, alive and well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sal's Barbershop. Yeah. You know, uh, there's sewing place. There's I mean, there's bang. a fucking sex shop that's right there. Yeah, that's exactly. Like, like, I mean, if anything, I mean, not if anything happens to them, but at the same <laughs> if time. If anything happens they, to that sex shop. They know? can't defend themselves. <laughs> dildos. They got dildos and lubricant, you know. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> so, dude, that's what I'm dealing with right now at work. Besides that, everything's pretty, you know, working. I don't want to go into that all that right now. I mean, it's pretty chill. It's, it's, but I, I'll reiterate, like I said, I was talking about today to one of my coworkers, and I said, I told them, like uh, I was talking about on my show, you know, about how like we got new people, and now since we have new people, some of the people that used to be new now are getting kind of, you know, not stepping, Lazy. and you can't you can't say anything to them. Yeah, I'm not the type of manager to be like I'm the boss, El Jefe. Listen to me, do what I say. But I mean, if they need to wake the game up, then yeah. But you you say you mention something to them, like easy things, like hey, don't punch your hand through the plastic wrap on no top of something. Punching. Yeah, Heather taught us that shit. Oh, Heather. <laughs> uh, one of my friends works with her now. Was oh, like, really? dude, she, crazy. she she likes you, and she don't like nobody. And I was like, this, oh, this guy messed with her all the time. That's where, funny. Where the fuck is she working? At I don't know. One of my friends is working with her. Shout out Heather. Heather's uh, a she's monster. A boss. <laughs> um, but I'm like, don't do that shit. You get plastic in. Uh, down, maybe I shouldn't be talking about this shit on there. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> and then did I eat anywhere? Um, a lot of missed opportunities. Uh, I have. A, I had some friends that did a soft opening on Saturday at Cursed Oak. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, Mike Carroll uh, owns that with. I don't know his the, his other co-owner. Uh, Josh. Uh, fucking what is Josh's last name? Not Josh Black, Josh, but he owns uh, Under Needle Tattoos, and uh, Simon, uh, our buddy, is the executive chef there. Oh, the the Swedish, Colombian? <laughs> the Swedish Argentinian, Ar- Argentinian. Uh, yeah, yeah, and their menu looks pretty good. I mean, they got octopus on there. What else they do? Oh, Everybody has octopus these days. Whatever. Uh, the menu <laughs> look good. Uh, he's looking for lots of help. So if any of you guys out there need a job, they need everybody. They need line cooks, prep cooks. Don't be looking uh, at me. I work. It is at sec. <laughs> it's on second and. Uh, Bell, no, second and Blanchard. Yeah, um, it's uh, didn't it take over like some old Ronald? coterie room? Oh, oh. Uh, RIP. Yeah, <laughs> everybody talking shit about those two. I, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not one to talk shit about people, but yeah, they just sold Tavern Law. So what? Yeah, so they don't, I don't think they're not in the restaurant industry anymore. So they R- probably RIP to them. They probably jumped. I know one of them's in like Mexico or some shit. Fuck, uh, yeah, fuck the dumb shit. Yeah, whatever. So um, I did eat. Uh, I don't know right if I ain't anywhere new. Uh, but a lot of missed opportunities. I was supposed to go out to dinner. I'm just too too busy, man. Too too busy. Uh, but I did Life. eat with my lady's uh, sister. Uh, we had brunch at Witness up on uh, Capital Boys Hill. Restaurant. Yeah, I mean, it's... Jesse Elliott, shout out. 
Yeah, uh, I've eaten brunch there before. It's good. They were out of the lamb. Uh, They're doing. They hash. do. Do like southern. Yes, it's it's modeled after a southern uh, church. Um, yeah, it was good, decent. Went to the UW game, and uh, go dogs. No, got to go dogs. Go Buckeyes, but they lost. Uh, but we might be seeing them in the playoffs. So I'm excited to, for that. They beat your team? No, the Penn State beat Buckeyes. Oh. Uh, I was like, I don't watch UW's probably football. gonna go undefeated in the Pac-10. Uh, I believe they're undefeated. Anyway, let's move on to more pressing things. <laughs> Sports show let's now. Let's not talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so we don't want to do a quick, fast show. We're going to try to have another guest on next week. I got to get home and eat burritos. Yeah, Johnny's like here like, oh, I'm fucking hungry. Um, I, don't, I don't fucking care. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, we should. Um, if you guys want to email us and maybe some guests you'd like to hear on the show. Um, or if you want to be a guest. And we know you. <laughs> no, there's tons of people that are guests that want to be on the show. Friends yeah. of ours that want to be on the show. Well, they need to fucking wait, step up. We got him. I found Chip. Is he coming? He said anytime. Call him and set it up. Oh, His hands all like, messed up and shit. I'm going to clown the shit out of him. He'd be beating off tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I said. <laughs> and he's at Naka, you know? And he said, thanks for the shout out. He had heard it on the show. Oh, so, awesome. Uh, what's up, Chip? But he's going to come on the show. Uh, we wanted to go through some of the local things happening here in Seattle and uh, just talk some shit real quick. Just uh, a little bit. Just a little bit of shit real quick because uh, what Johnny's going to talk shit about is different what I'm going to talk shit about. But uh, we first want to congratulate uh, Terrell Jackson. Whoa, whoa. He is the grandson of the original owners of Catfish Corner that was on uh, 23rd and Cherry? Ooh, I want to say... 27th. 20, yeah. 20, MLK. Yeah, it was MLK. 20, 23rd and MLK. 23rd and MLK. Yeah. That's right. Uh, it got... They got... Uh, you know, it's being gentrified there. Uh, Marcus, who owns uh, Live and Well, I was just talking about, he owns... Fats Chicken and Waffle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's there now. Uh, so they kicked the black-owned uh, restaurant out. And then put a black and restaurant on the owner. <laughs> so, and I don't, yo, 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 I got homies that work there. Yo, like, no disrespect. No disrespect. But uh, that's that's gentrification right and there. It, and it's all good. You know what I'm saying? $12 for some chicken and waffles, though. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, yeah. It's a waffle and a, some chicken. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's delicious. You though. ain't creating the wheel. But anyway, they kicked them out. But um, so congratulations to them. They are coming back to the Central the District. City, yeah. He finally got a brick and mortar location. Uh, they get kicked out of their spot. He did some pop ups. Uh, he found a, a tiny little place. Uh, then didn't he get kicked out of his plot? Though? He lost his lease on his little little plot where he was at. Uh, so his new location is going to be at one two three twenty first Avenue. Uh, that is like twenty first and Yesler. So yeah. I'm excited for that. Uh, their food is cracking. Yeah, that's not even too far from their old no. location. No, no, no. It's, I don't know. It's, it's eight right blocks, yeah. six blocks, something like that. Um, and then uh, we wanted to go over uh, Scott Staples. Uh, you might know his name from such restaurants as Quinn's, Zoe, and Unita Burger is his newest one. Unita. Yeah. <laughs> I've talked about Unita Burger many a times on uh, this show. It's one of my favorite burger places. Uh, Quinn's. I've had many of friends that work there and chefs who have went now there. That's because their turnover rate's like <laughs> crazy. But that's the thing. But listen, so he's a chef owner, right? 
And I give so many props to chef owners, especially ones that can open up multiple restaurants and keep them running, yeah. right? Uh, the turnover rate, the menu still pretty much is almost the same, <laughs> right? It's always good. I've never had a bad meal at Quinn's. You know, I've never really been to Quinn's, so. They got a great Scotch egg. Oh. So, much respect. Respect that. Um, but the menu always stays the same. So anyway, um, and if maybe you guys might catch this, we're pretty much going over everything that Slog talked about. What's going on in the restaurant industry this yeah. week? Well, they hit they hit a bunch of points this week. Yeah, and, and Johnny wanted to talk about all this stuff. Uh, so I was like, well, we'll give our own. Anyway, back to the thing. Uh, Scott Staples opened up a popular his newest one besides You Need a Burger, which opened up a couple years ago. I don't know. Two, three years ago, two something like years that. Ago. Redmond or Tacoma or something. Like no, that? no, no. He needed burgers in Fremont. No, I thought you were talking about his place that he's open. Shut up. All right, I am. <laughs> uh, he went all the way out to Redmond and opened up a, a burger place by the name of Feedco Burgers, and they do special. Yeah, this is confusing to me, but we're gonna get more into this. Um, so it got popular, and now he is opening up his new burger place. In Central District, 23rd and Union, diagonal across from Uncle Ike's, which is one of our popular uh, oh my God, they're gonna get legal slapped. weed they're gonna shops. They're going to get slapped, bro. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, let me get some burgers. So, they have a $5 burger on the menu. Yeah, so the burgers are going to range anywhere from 5 to $14. You know what's going to happen? <laughs> this is exactly what's going to happen. Uncle Ike's is going to end up buying them, and then you're going to get a coupon. Not going to happen. I, t- I bet you. Partnership and, deal or something. Yeah, and you'll get a coupon so you can go to fucking eat the burgers after you go buy from Uncle Ike's. That's what <laughs> happens. You can't you can't be in Uncle Ike's vicinity without being bought out. They just, they just buy you out. Well, we can get into gentrification and what's going on with that neighborhood. Oh, we God. can go into that in depth. I remember when you used to get shot on that corner. <laughs> I mean, I lived in that neighborhood. Uh, I lived at 20, 27 in Cherry. Yo, my house got broken into twice. <laughs> they cleaned me out. I was like, we got to go. <laughs> um, anyway, but it's a nice neighborhood. I know. My lovely, lovely, now lovely, you feel lovely, lovely lady friend. Shout out, babe. I love <laughs> uh, she lives right three blocks away from there. So. I love that. Uh, but anyway, they're going to be focusing on lean burgers. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh. Lamb, bison, Pork and veal. They're going to have uh, some burgers on there. Uh, Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. You know, it's what the neighborhood is asking for. Is it? Apparently. I don't know. You know you want to. (laughs) 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 You can go down to uh, Chuck's Hop Shop. Fill up your growler. Oh, God. And then walk down to uh, the Feedco Burgers. You can get your $7 Bison Burger. And then you can go get your... your, your weed, dub sack. Your, your 20 sack. This you know is, why people don't smoke weed no more? They only vape. They, uh, oh, my God. They hit them oils with that What society wax. has become now? Oh, I just hate everything. I got a bunch of friends who, like, hit me up and are like, yo, can you send us some, like, edibles and some wax and stuff? I was like, you trying to get me arrested, Doug? Like, yeah, no. Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> not going to happen. Anyway, okay. So keep your eyes out, peeled out for that. Uh, who knows? It may become super popular here. Uh, you never know. Burgers are popping off in Seattle. Uh, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about a little bit, too, is what the fuck is going on with the fucking burger joints, man? I don't know. I think people are get. You know, it's Bob's Burgers, the show. It's like everyone thinks that you can make like it fancy. It ain't Bob's Burgers. You can make fancy burgers, and then it's cool. I mean, and burgers sell. You make money off of burgers. It's like- You make like, hella money off like burgers. the easiest overhead ever. So, I mean, that's why I would, would do burgers. And it's fun, and it's quick, and it's easy. But, I mean, at the same time- 
if you want to continue to cook burgers for the rest of your life, then that's what you want to do. Man, cooking burgers, man, you just smell like grease, grease and yeah. fat. And, and it's, it's like, just, I don't, unfortunately, I don't care, like, if you're cooking a lamb burger or a bison burger or a fucking duck it's a burger. burger. It's a fucking burger. You're putting it in between a bun. I mean, I've heard many, many a chefs uh, argue about burgers. I mean, I think they're delicious, and I think they have a place, you know, on certain menus, but... <clears throat> yeah, but the fancy burger stuff has got to stop, man. Yeah, I don't want to pay $18 for a burger. It's got to stop. Uh, I don't... I love you need a burger. Even uh, if you grind that shit in house. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we're. I don't want to go too deep into it. I just wanted to hit all these these things on the slog and kind of hit our perspective on it. Uh, Flint Creek Cattle Company. Do you know who owns this place? Uh, yeah. Um, what's his name? He's the guy who owns Rock Creek. Yeah. Shout out Troy. Um, Troy's been on our show. He's I can't remember which his, is next door to me. Uh, I think it's Mike. it's all connected. If you guys haven't noticed yet, this whole Seattle food restaurant industry is a monopoly, man. They're the, you, and we were just me and Johnny were just having this conversation before we started recording. Like, if you fuck up in one of these kitchens or one of these restaurants, everybody knows. Everybody knows. Word travels fast. Some of our homies got you know got canned, and you find out what happened, and you really want to hit the source of what happened and try to figure out what really happened because by the time it reaches your ears, it's some bullshit. They pulled out a knife and tried to stab the executive <laughs> chef. Hit a hit like was smacking smacking servers with pans, you know, and that's not really what happened. You know what I'm saying? Got they, the GM's wife pregnant, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which has happened. But uh, no, it's Eric Donnelly. All right, that's the owner. Of it. I don't know, uh, but they open a Flint Creek Cattle Company. Uh, it's opened in Greenwood. Uh, it was a one year delay, man. Yeah, because uh, of that, that gas Greenwood. Explosion. Yeah, that Greenwood explosion. So that's so I'd heard. That's what I'd I'd heard a one year delay, and I'd known it was delayed. And I was like, I've heard of delays, but a whole year. Like, how much money? You- they were delayed in the first place, though, because they hadn't even had the build out yet. When the windows got busted, the yeah. restaurant was like a quarter built. But there was a huge gas explosion in the Greenwood. Neighborhood where this restaurant opened up, and uh, I've heard nothing but really good things about it. I know, yeah, they're switching it up. They're not doing your typical, like, just like Homeboy, they're not doing your typical steaks. Well, hold on, this is what I wanted to get into. Uh, They're also going to be serving lean meats, bison, such as bison, venison, quail, pheasant, and elk. Hey, what's going on, man? And then they're called Flint Creek Cattle Company. Well, see what? But not one of the things that I read about them is cattle. Well, bison. That bison is not. Is it cattle? I mean, it's considered it a, a type water of, buffalo. <laughs> it's considered. I mean, a type of beef. I guess I don't know. I might be wrong on that, so don't quote me. Um, but I mean, it's a red meat. You know, it's very lean too. Yeah, but um, uh, you know, it's a it's Flint Creek is in Montana. Yeah. Um, and I think the reason why they're trying to focus on all of these uh, sort of lean meats is because that's the sort of meat that you get out when you're in that area. You know, it's bison, elk, <laughs> fucking <laughs> lamb. I mean, they have a lot of beef, though. You know, Ted Turner. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Turner's from Atlanta, isn't he? Yeah, but he, Ted Turner beef is in Montana. Oh. Yeah. Right. Um Anyway, pull that one out of your ass. Ted no, Turner beef. With well, the- well, my girlfriend's uh, dad knows like everybody there 
and I guess he That's has right. a. You went to Montana. I had a lovely time. Fishing yeah, he has a he has a farm out there or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, who cares? But yeah, so they're doing this whole thing. Shout out to my boy Entheos Bellas and um, Entheos and uh, Jack Wayland. They are spearheading the kitchen over there. We should really get together like so we can go eat together. Yeah. Oh well, that's well. Come out with us on Mondays if, when you can squeeze out. You know, motherfucker. I'm here. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> well, maybe we'll switch it up to Tuesdays. But yeah, we, me and my boy have been trying to go like, like we're trying to go every week to a place where we know people and just get the hook up and, you know, <laughs> get the and fucking eat good food. I still haven't been to Eden Hill. I tried to go, I wanted to go this week, but I'm too busy. Yeah, man. I've been hearing, I've been hearing some mixed reviews about Eden Hill right now. Oh shit. Where did I go eat? And I had chili. Oh, I had breakfast at, uh, Senior Moose. No, no, no. Uh, tss, Brass Tacks. Oh, how was at that? At the Chili Kiles. Bomb. Uh, no, nah, they were okay. Hmm. Um, but I went to a wake R.I.P. Katie McAlpin. Mm-hmm. Her father, yeah, her father used owned Mamas, but oh, yeah. So the whole McAlpin family uh, send my condolences. They know yeah. I love them. Wish I hugged them all. Whatever, uh, love you. Uh, but yeah, uh, so we're gonna have to go eat. I don't know this lean meat stuff. We're gonna check it out. These places, uh, yeah, whatever. And now um, here on Grill How Long Steak Mister. Seven minutes. Thank you. Perfect. But that's with rest. So that's with rest. Going to play. <laughs> We're gonna get into Johnny's favorite part of this uh, podcast. This episode of the podcast is We're it gonna, my favorite part. We're gonna wrap this up pretty quick. Yeah. I'm only like, I'm only got Johnny. We're gonna talk about this for like ten minutes. Oh yeah, real quick. I have I have not much. To Johnny's say. former restaurant space, uh, Chop House, has new tenants. That's not what we were. That's why I want to give a shout out to the slog for fucking being busters <laughs> real quick. Hold on. Wrote this? I want to know who wrote this article. I think, I think it was Jen Graves. No, it's uh, Tobia, Tobias Colin Bogue. No, no. You got to scroll to the actual article about. Oh, because he called us the Chop House, and that wasn't the name of the restaurant. It's called the Chop Shop. <laughs> and I mean, like, I understand that we closed down and there's no real reason to be upset about it. But, like, I really cared about that restaurant. So... I say it right. I, my problem is I care too much. Yeah, you know, just say it right. It's kind of disrespectful. Like, whatever. If you <laughs> know your fucking facts. Chop, like we chop were House Row. It's called the Chop House Row building, but the, the restaurant was never <laughs> called Chop House, so. Dig it in. Yeah, fucking learn your facts before you start writing shit out. Right, it has new tenants. Yeah, so um, if you guys ever went to Cafe Amandine, which was right next door. Um, it's still there, right? It's still there. Uh, her husband... I, Sarah something I don't know what her name is um, her husband who was the um, original opener of Le Gourmand Natali Natali yeah um, <laughs> it's really funny if you've ever seen this guy he's like this super short is he French or Italian like no I don't think so oh he's just like he's super it's, it's, he, I, look, he looks like a garden gnome like <laughs> <laughs> like straight up so so I guess that um He's taken over the old chop shop building, um, build out, and he is placing a new restaurant in there. And it will be called, what is it going to be called? Oh, Marmite. <laughs> That's what it's going to be called. Marmot? Yeah, Marmot. And I guess <laughs> it's going to be a French. Um, hold on, hold on, after, hold on. Uh, Let me go back a little bit. No, I'm. hold on. I'm not done talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's named after a French cooking vessel used to make soup. And basically what he's going to do is he's going to make soup. In this restaurant, and teach people how to make food and soup. He's also going to let kids come from uh, culinary school, culinary school, and come learn how to make soups. I'm just going to say one thing: the restaurant that he is in right now costs sixteen thousand dollars a month. 
He's going to need to make a lot of soup. <laughs> so hold on. So Bruce and Stan, I don't know how to say their last names. I don't want to disrespect them. And listen, man, you guys want to shit on us and say, talk shit about us, not know who these people are. I'm sorry. I don't know them. It's I, a big city with with a lot of with a lot of things going I, on. And some of these people are like ex-retiree. Like they're like coming out of retirement. Yeah, but he owned, they owned Le Gourmand for 27 years. His uh, background is is not shabby at all. No, he he's a cook. He can cook food. He's a chef. Yeah. Show some respect. Uh, Goddamn respect, Johnny. I mean, Johnny's hot right now. I'm a little hot. Uh, But uh, yeah, they retired in 2012. And he was happy about it. Uh, but he said, you know, his love of cooking, his passion brought him back out of retirement. He's been doing cooking classes at the old space, uh, which was in Ballard. Yeah, on uh, Market Street. I wonder how much he charges for that. Uh, but he, his passion brought him back to uh, cook soups. <laughs> so, so it's going to feature no. four soups a day. He will also be selling, be selling soup bases. That's what got me so hot. I'm like, this motherfucker, like, uh, it's, but that's what it, that's what the today's fucking food scene is about. Is about like trademarking yourself and like selling your fucking bullshit. People want to cook at home, man. Yeah, people they want to learn how to cook. Learn There's how to cook. nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm selling. We just a, talked about the cooking shows. Selling a soup base? Are you kidding me, dude? What's up? You want to make, dude? Listen. I'm going to play devil's advocate here, and I'm not even devil's advocate. I mean, look, if I can go somewhere, I'm going to pick me up a soup and find out how they made that soup and take that base on with me and take some of that time off of making my stock or whatever my soup base, and I can modify it whichever way I want, I don't know. I'm with it, man. Yeah, you're not learning how to cook then. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to actually learn how to cook, make your own fucking soup base. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, God. I mean, I, I respect what he's doing, and I get it. It's going to it's gonna make money because, like, pe- that's what people fucking want, you know? I don't understand soup. I'm like, I fucking hate soup. My girlfriend's dad made us, uh, what did I talk about it last week? Uh, what's the sea, what's the sea, the Italian seafood soup? Chiappini? Chiappini. Uh, he made it all for pretty much scratch. Yeah. And Hit. He, and he even was like, you know, I had, I had seafood here at the house, but I wouldn't buy all the stuff. To, and and I, I think he was saying, I think the only thing he cheated was buying the fish stock, but he could have picked up the soup base. And he was like, no, I just bought the fish stock and cooked it from scratch. That way, you know, I'm learning how to do it. And yeah. I was like, Fold hats off to you. You know, was it good? Oh yeah, it was money. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Uh took some home, made made my own little version of it. My house smelled like seafood for days. days. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, that happens. I, I get you know, I give a shout out. You know, they make the Almond Dean Empire Coffee. Um they do good pastries and they have So that's co- his wife owns that place. Yeah, that's his wife who owns it. And then she she started in Columbia City uh with, with the Almond Dean place or whatever. And you, you know, know watch what you say, man, they got eighty six you off the premises. They can 86 me wherever the fuck they want. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you ain't trying to get I don't no, go out to drink coffee. You're not like, trying to get no soup stuff? No. I also am not trying to step foot in that building anymore. They probably got a fucking sweet deal, though. They're, all the equipment was still there. Erica Burke, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to name drop her real quick, but she fucked up, like, <laughs> real bad. I went there to get my hair cut, like, a, couple, like a month ago. All the shit's still in the fucking restaurant. I feel like we're going to be 86 for restaurants one day. That's okay. Nah, we got too many homies out there. They strong because they know we're speaking the truth. Exactly. Up on this podcast. That's (laughs) what we do. (laughs) But yeah. I was going to talk about health permits and uh, And food handlers permits today. I was like, nobody wants to listen to you take your food (laughs) handlers course. I said, well, I was going to say, yeah, my shit expired, right? (laughs) So I got to get my new alcohol card uh, and food handlers permit and whatever. And I was like, maybe I'll just take my... But it on uh, on my podcast, 
Because some of those questions are stupid, man. It's they are com- stupid. common sense questions. But they have like big. A- they're really loud sometimes. And then on top of that, why is it only two years? You get your food handlers permit for two years. Well, because you can get your serve safe for five or whatever. Uh, whatever. I don't know. Hey, but you have to take a longer class. Man, whatever, Buster shit. So anyway, good luck to uh, Marmot, Marmite, Marmite. That Marmot? No, because Marmot's the clothing. Well, see, well, it. hold on, because we need to give one shout out because I did see something that was pretty cool about it, and they're gonna be hooking up with the Cloud Rooms uh, bartender, J J Cooner. Cooner, I don't know how to say his last name, but he's a super homie. Um, every time, like when we were at Capitol Hill Block Party, we got to go upstairs to the Cloud Room. Shout out for hooking us up at Block Party, right? And like he was fucking, you know, slanging the drinks all day, making he, sure that we were straight. And he's so he, he's a great bartender. Yeah, he's a great bartender. Uh, he, yeah, uh, but he worked at the old restaurant's uh, bar, uh, satellite bar next door. Mm-hmm. He was the bar manager there, so maybe he hooked it up. Got him, we got a great space. I'm sure he did because, I mean, those cloud room people are really interconnected. So I heard what the rent is at that cloud room to go Red up there. Donk, <laughs> it's, I don't know who pays that much to have a shared office space, but shout out to you startups. <laughs> uh, all right. That's going to bring us to the end of uh, episode 25. What? Uh, 45. 45. Sorry. Well, I don't know. Smoking my that lettuce. Whatever. Uh, I want to say RIP to Bush Gardens. Mm. Uh, people you haven't heard out there yet. Uh, Bush Gardens, uh, famed karaoke spot in the ID. Uh, they be slaying that food. Uh, I guess the bar's going to stay open. Serving them underagers. Yeah, man. The backroom parties. Hey, uh, but it's, I haven't been there in a long time. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm my barber went there for her birthday, her 33rd birthday. Popping off. Uh, they're looking for a new uh, establishment. I don't know. Did you want to talk about the chef leaving? Uh, no, I don't Tulu? care about that. Yeah, shit. Whatever. Uh, we're going to get to IOW real, real quick. Uh, John Jahani uh, Tsunami. I almost said your real last name. Yeah, that uh, was close. <laughs> well, fucked you up. He's uh, he chose Huckleberry. Yeah, you know, it's, it's getting to like kind of the end of that season, early in the season. I don't really know, man. I've been so busy at work. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about anything right now. <laughs> you better care about this podcast. I do care about this podcast a lot, and that's why I'm here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you went and got a haircut. You need to go back and get your money back. <laughs> I haven't gotten a haircut in a month, and I haven't cut my hair in two days. That be dug out. Don't be getting mad at me because you can't grow locks like this. Luscious uh, fucking nap locks like this. Whatever. Let me tell you something. I look like a Nubian prince right now. I didn't know it. So back the fuck up. I went and paid thirty five dollars for my haircut. Can't even tell I got a haircut. <laughs> so good. You got a haircut right now? Yeah, it was like last week. <laughs> you need to go back and get your money. All right, anyway, so I'm doing pickled huckleberries this week because I like pickling shit. It's about, it's that season. It's fall. It's time to get like all your shit in jars and get ready for, you know, that cold season. Give me some dap on that, dude. Hunker down and Johnny pickles everything. I like to pickle stuff and I'm learning a lot more about pickles at work and stuff because we ferment there too. So, um, it's cool. But anyway, um, so I'm going to do pickled huckleberries and what you're going to do is you're going to get a pound of huckleberries. You can either get wild huckleberries if you're into foraging or you can, um, you can, you can get them from a, I would get them from a farm. Um, yeah, you can go to a farm and get them yourself. Yeah, and that's, that's super, fun, and that's fun. Um, and then you can get more than you're, you know, than you probably need, and then you can have them for later. But anyway, so you'll take your pound of huckleberries and you'll wash them. You'll have a cup of sugar, um, two thirds cup of apple cider vinegar, which is one of my favorite vinegars, just because it's sweet and tart at the same time. Um, so you can take it on a savory aspect, but you can also bring it. You can drive the like the sweet aspect home with that one um two-thirds cup of water 
uh, two tablespoons of juniper berries, lightly crushed. Um, what I would do is, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, is I would toss those in the oven real quick just to pop them open, just to get the, um, activate them. And um, then you take some whole peppercorns, do the same thing as you would with the juniper berries. A um, little bit of salt and sliced shallot is optional. I like to use shallot because it adds a little bit more, um, I like to say spice or sharpness to the pickle. And then what you're going to do is you're going to take your dry ingredients. So your juniper berries, your black peppercorn. Um, and what I would do is also add a little star anise and maybe a stick of cinnamon just to give it, you know, a little Whole bit. stick? Yeah. Uh, it depends on how big the sticks of cinnamon are. <laughs> yeah. But uh, if you, it's a large stick of cinnamon, I'd probably break it in half. But, you know, just a little bit for flavor. And what you're going to do is you're going to make a little sachet or a little... Um, sachet? Yeah. Sachet. Or a little... It's basically French for like a satchel. Yeah. Um, I remember... Some, I remember... I think you might have been the one that taught me why they call it a sachet. Because it's like a little pouch. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just... And it's a, like a French for satchel. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I get that. It's just a little It's just a little pouch that you make that emulsifies flavor. You use it for making stocks or sauces or anything like that. It, Keep it, that shit clean. Yeah. Basically, it's a good way to put like... Um, Hella flavor. Loose. Yeah. Loose um, spices in without losing them in the sauce. So you can just pull this little pouch out and then all that flavor that was just emulsified in there doesn't, you keep, know... Keep it clear. Get it messy. Anyway. So what you're going to do... Is you're going to um, take your apple cider vinegar, your water and your sugar and your sachet, and you're going to bring that up to temp. Um, you're going to set up a jar that you're going to want to pickle your huckleberries in. And um, <clears throat> what I do is I put a little bay leaf in there and a little bit of clove. Um, the bay leaf is just going to add a little bit more flavor, but you don't want to make it too bitter. And that's why I wouldn't put it in the sachet. Um, so what you're going to do is, yeah, you set up that jar and set up your huckleberries and then you're going to bring that water up, that liquid mixture up to a boil or just to a light simmer. You don't want to make it too hot because once you drop it into your huckleberries, you don't want to necessarily cook them. You just want to emulsify that flavor. So what I do sometimes is I'll let that liquid mixture cool down for just a little bit. So it's like room temperature. Um, then you will <clears throat> drop it into whatever jar or whatever you're doing and then quickly cover it. So all of that flavor starts to instantly you want a little bit of steam off of that liquid you want to make sure that um, it's going to be penetrating whatever you're doing uh, throw it into the walk-in or the refrigerator whatever you got going on and the next day or a couple days later check on them and see give what's it, going on give it a couple days i always give i always give mine like a week but quick, quick pickle but you know sometimes you need a quick pickle because you got something handle it and then what you can do with those is just about anything you can put it in a salad um i like to use pickles on cheese boards and you know charcuteries and stuff like that um and also you can even use them on sandwiches pickled huckleberries on a uh, turkey sandwich super bomb doesn't sound bad does sound good yeah anyway but yeah that's my recipe uh, like Johnny said, uh, that season's about to end fall. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do some. I'm just going to do a simple candied huckleberry recipe. Yeah, I like that. Uh, super easy. Uh, if you're fortunate enough to have a dehydrator in your house, um, I don't care how. This recipe is uh, however many huckleberries you have. <laughs> uh, you can have two. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so you want to throw your huckleberries in your dehydrator. I'm going to say hit it for like 24 hours. Um, you don't want them too, uh, too dehydrated. Um, but uh, you definitely want a lot of moisture taken out. Or uh, what I'd recommend doing in your house is overnight while you sleep, uh, you want to turn your uh, oven on 180 degrees. Slow uh, roast. Yeah, separate uh, your huckleberries. Uh, make sure they're not all touching. Uh, they're separate. So if you have to use two trays, use two trays. Throw it in the uh, oven for, I don't know, 8 to 10 hours. 
pull them out, let them cool. Uh, you want to make a simple syrup, which is equal parts water and sugar. Uh, use whatever kind of sugar you want. I don't care. Uh, I always say use that raw. Yeah, the raw sugars. But I mean, with simple syrup, it's actually better used uh, to yeah, use the Yeah, it's going to it's gonna evaporate quicker. Yeah. Uh, but you want to reduce that down. Uh, you don't want to do it super quick. You're going to burn the shit out of your pot. But you yeah. want to reduce it down pretty, pretty heavy till it's pretty thick. Uh, what are they? Nappé? Nappé, yeah. I call it, I just say little bubbles. Yeah, yeah. Tiny, tiny bubbles. Uh, but you want to make sure it coats the back of a spoon pretty thickly. Nope. Uh, once it does that, and depending on how many huckleberries you have, is how much water to, how much water to uh, sugar you want to use. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure it covers uh, your your dehydrated huckleberries generously. Um, so you want to th- take it off the heat. You want to mix in your huckleberry, your dehydrated huckleberries. Um, and then once you have it all covered, you fold it. Uh, you don't want a heavy stir. No. All right? You want to fold it very gently till everything's covered. Uh, you want to pour that on a silt pad. Um, spread it out really, really thin. Put it somewhere to cool. Um, and then, man, take the best part. Take like a fucking hammer to it and break it up. Yeah, that's all. That's super cool. And I mean, and if you use just a little bit less of the liquid, you might even just be able to just have them all. Yeah, but I wanted to crack. I wanted to crack. Yeah, you, know? you want and a little then, brittle action. Yeah, I want like brittle. I want it to crack. And depending on how hard you crush it, is how fine it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, for sure. But what Johnny's saying is, you want to use less uh, less of the liquid. Um, it's going to really give it a really good candied effect. And It'll be a, a crunch, a crunchy. Yeah, and you can crunch. you can add that to all sorts of uh, at granola. Pancakes, uh, uh, yeah, salads, mm. all sorts of stuff. Um, a lot of these recipes, I mean, I've, I've used a lot of these recipes with other things. Um, so I kind of incorporate them into what our ingredient of the week is. But some of these, I'm like, fuck, man. Yeah, that's, that, that's what um, do we do? I did like a we did like a fig dish with pickled huckleberries and like fresh cheese and stuff like that. Mm. With the bomb. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for tuning into this episode. I like this episode. Just talking that's shit. Uh, that's what I like doing. Uh, I'm no, I know one day it's going to come back to haunt me. That's whatever. One of these days. But No, it's not. I stand on my own two feet. No. I, I stand behind, I stand behind my, my words. I stand behind my words. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, I'm uh, not, and, and, for the, and for the listeners out there, just because we talk shit, it doesn't mean that we think we're hot shit or anything like that. Speak for yourself. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Robbie. All right. Anyway, but yeah, it's like it's not like we don't talk shit because we think we're the best. We talk shit because we are, opin- are opinionated people, and we like- And we care. And we care, and this is what we And feel. we've been proven wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah, many a time. So, Make you know, me feel- stupid yeah like, that's fine and i go to these places and i you know tip my hat to them and tell them like uh and then we come back we apologize and say hey. yeah i was like i'll tip you guys this time um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway we would like to thank uh the soundcasting network for hosting our podcast we would like to thank studio 212 for uh letting us record here uh hit me up on uh instagram at bobby stills johnny's gonna be on instagram at johnny tsunami uh the show please like us uh comment get at us on facebook it's gonna be uh facebook black backslash grill how long steak mister same thing on instagram twitters is gonna be at how long steak mister that email is gonna be grill how long steak mister mr mr uh at gmail um, any questions, any comments, let us know. Uh, if you're on iTunes, uh, please rate and review us. Um, yeah, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Grill, how long steak, mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>